0: Alright guys, so in today's episode and next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the truth, the reality, that is social media addiction. So, with that being said, let's talk. Yo, what is going on everybody? My name is Eric Carter, and welcome to another edition of the Let's Talk podcast, where you can grow in knowledge, wisdom, and your relationship with the Lord, one podcast at a time. Now, if you're already a subscriber to the channel, thank you for joining me yet again for another video. I greatly appreciate it. I do apologize for not having this video out yesterday, but I thank you for joining me again all the same. But if you're not a subscriber, but you've been watching the content and you've been liking what you see up to this point, go ahead and do me a favor. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that way you guys are notified anytime I go to upload a video. Hit the little notification bell as well so that way you guys are updated the moment that video drops. And also, if you guys are looking for shorter video content on this channel, be sure to check out this playlist up here called Quick Words of Encouragement. And also, this podcast is also available in its audio format, and you can find it pretty much anywhere, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. All the links will be down in the description section below. And also this podcast episode as well as past and future podcast episodes will have timestamps down in the description section So that way you guys can jump to whatever part of the episode you like without having to watch the whole thing the whole way through And one final thing before we get started, this is going to be for my audio listeners If you like the content that you're hearing and you like these episodes Then be sure to check out the actual YouTube channel and the link can be found in the show notes So with all that being said, let's jump into the video so before we get too deep into it let's define what social media addiction actually is and also all the websites that i quote from they're going to be found in the description section so that way you guys can go back at a later time and do your own research so theaddictioncenter.com says Social media addiction is a behavioral addiction that is defined by being overly concerned about social media, driven by an uncontrollable urge to log on to or use social media, and devoting so much time and effort to social media that it impairs other important life areas. So, that pretty much goes without saying and as you're going to see as we get deeper into this episode and next week's episode social media addiction should be treated just like every other addiction when it comes an addiction to alcohol an addiction to drugs or whatnot because it has the exact same effects on the brain as those addictions like i said which we're going to talk about very shortly but the main thing that i want everybody to get from this is the fact that social media addiction is real and it is something that we do have to talk about because so many people Are wrapped up in it. so many people this is something that so many people struggle with and as we're going to talk about in the statistics later on it's gotten bad it's gotten bad and I'm hoping that with this video and next week's video it'll be something that we can finally kick to the curb now is social media addiction comparable to drug addiction let's see this is an excerpt from very very verywellmind.com which again found in the description section A study conducted by Michigan State University assistant professor, Dar Meshi, As part of their study, participants answered questions about their social media use. The questions were tailored to see how dependent people were on social media, as well as how they felt when they couldn't use it and how they would feel about never using it again. After the survey, participants completed a common psychological task known as the Iowa gambling task, which helps gauge value-based decision-making skills. During the task, the goal was for the participants to collect as much money as possible. The researchers found that those participants who spent more time on social media were likely to have less money at the end of the task. Meanwhile, those who spent less time on social media finished the task with more money. An excerpt from Neuroscience.com says, This result is complementary to the results with substance abusers. People who abuse opioids, cocaine, methamphetamine, among among others, have similar outcomes on the Iowa gambling task thus showing the same deficiency and decision-making skills so pretty much let me break down what this gambling task is <clears throat> so pretty much let's say you sit you're sitting down at a computer and on the computer screen you're gonna see four cards pop up all right one of those four cards have money <clears throat> all right so you click on whichever card you think it is and if you get money cool move on to the next set of four cards If you get money again cool move on to the next set of four cards third time oh you don't get money okay move on to the next set so you're essentially doing this 100 times so as the study showed people who use social media more did worse on this test than those who use social media less those ones actually did better but it's from what they say i don't know the exact the exact specifics but they're saying that the that social media addiction like damages the brain when it comes to decision-making skills the same way as it would a drug addict or someone who's addicted to opioids like it says people who abuse opioids cocaine methamphetamine among others have similar outcomes on the iowa gambling task thus showing the same deficiency in decision-making skills so as we can see when it comes to social media addiction and this is why it needs to be talked about it has the exact same effects on the brain As substance abusers, the exact same effect. And this is how. Now, social media addiction and the brain. This is another excerpt from theaddictioncenter.com. Due to the effect that it has on the brain, social media is addictive both physically and psychologically. According to a new study by Harvard University, self-disclosure on social networking sites lights up the same part of the brain that also ignites when taking an addictive substance. Keep that in mind. The reward area in the brain and its chemical messengers and its and its chemical messenger pathways affect decisions and sensations. When someone experiences something rewarding or uses an addictive substance, neurons and the principal dopamine dopamine producing areas in the brain are activated causing dopamine levels to rise therefore the brain receives a reward and associates the drug or activity with positive reinforcement now as you can see the reason why social media addiction and drug addiction are the same is because they both affect the same they both affect same parts of the brain that releases the dope that releases dopamine right you know the feel-good hormone and this is how it works with social media you see let's say you put up a let's say you put up a new picture all right you put some filters on it or whatnot or you just throw up just a regular selfie of yourself all right now those with social meat those who struggle with social media addiction they'll put that post up and then you know they'll exit the app or whatever and then they'll come back and check they'll come back and check again just to see how many likes or comments they get come back and check a few seconds later okay got one like cool 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 okay leave checks again Oh, snap. We got two more likes. All right. Oh man, this is awesome. That's what it is. You see, we have we have terribly misplaced values because we find our value in the likes we get, tweets, comments, shares, all those different things. This is this is why this is why platforms especially such as TikTok, Snapchat, Instagrams are extremely popular because and this is why so many people use them all the time because you you know we we feel good anytime we post something we post something and we get that positive feedback from it that positive reinforcement so someone who struggles with that you put up a selfie on facebook and then let's say you wait 10 minutes till you see likes all these likes all these comments all these shares and whatnot that's going to make you feel good because in your mind you're validated by their likes you're validated by the likes and comments and all these different things so your brain associates those likes and comments with you know saying that okay this is good so what do you think is going to happen you're going to keep doing it you're going to keep doing it again and again and again and again and again now this is by design which i'm going to talk about in just a second but you're going to keep going back to it because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good that so many people are liking it. So many people are acknowledging you and acknowledging what you're putting out, acknowledging what you're sharing and all these different things. And it's just, once again, it goes back to a a misplacement of values. A value ultimately comes from God at the end of the day. But because obviously because of sin you know that that idea is shattered so we get our validation from other places whether it be people our jobs or from opinions of others on social media and this leads into what's called if you never heard of this term before the attention economy okay so the attention economy is defined this way from themedium.com simply put this describes the supply and demand for people's attention the supply and demand for people's attention, which is the essential commodity in digital marketing. It's pretty simple. The more attention a platform generates, the more effective its advertisement becomes, allowing it to sell more ads and charge more for those ads. More attention equals more revenue equals more profit, but engagement is a finite resource. There are only so many people with internet access, and those people only have so many hours in a day. So, this is how it works. When it comes to the attention economy, our attention, our attention, our precious, irretrievable time is the currency, is the commodity. The more time we spend using, let's just use Facebook, for example, because I got another example for that. The more we use Facebook, the more time that we give to it, the more time we spend on it, rather, the more money they make, the more that they're able to charge for their advertisements and the more advertisements they're actually able to buy so this is why social media is addictive because it's it's designed specifically it's designed specifically to be addictive as a matter of fact there are a group of people known as attention engineers who are hired for these platforms specifically to make the make the product or make the service more addictive. This is why oftentimes you don't see it too much with Instagram or Twitter, but this is why you see it so often with Facebook. This is why you see so many updates. This is why you see so many changes so often because it's to help keep us drawn to using its services because they know that the moment we leave, they start making less money. They don't care about us. They're, they're more concerned about making money. Now, I know that seems a little bit harsh, but just hear me out. All right, how social media affects the brain. This is another excerpt from theaddictioncenter.com. So, and this is a bit of a long read, so bear with me. The phenomena of social media addiction can largely be contributed to the dopamine inducing, inducing social environments that social networking sites provide. Social media platforms such as Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram produce the same neural circuitry that is caused by gambling and recreational drugs to keep consumers using their products as much as possible. I just talked about that. Studies have shown that the constant stream of retweets, likes, and shares from these sites have affected the brain's reward area to trigger the same kind of chemical reaction as other drugs, such as cocaine. In fact, neuroscientists have compared social media interaction to a syringe of dopamine being injected straight into the system. Due to the effect that it has on the brain, social media is addictive both physically and so- oh wait a minute, I just read that. Okay, so never mind. Don't don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, it's like I just mentioned social media platforms such as Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram produce the same same, the same circuit has the same effects as someone who's gambling and using recreational drugs. And it's because of that, it's because of the feel good and that want for more. Because like with gambling, honestly, with gambling, you don't know if you're going to win. You really don't. But it's just the idea. The idea that you could spend 10 bucks and walk away with $10 million or what have you. That's what's going to keep you coming back. That's what's going to keep you drawn. That's what's going to keep you using that service. It's the exact same way that with social media. Because you are using Facebook. You put up a post or whatnot. And you're constantly checking to see who liked it. Who shared it. Who commented on it. Whatever it produces the exact same feel-good hormone, the dopamine, as drug use. And this is like I said, like this is something that has to be talked about because people do not talk about this. I never hear anybody talk about this. And honestly, it's a shame. And I I can't, I I can't, I'm I'm not trying to judge. I'm really not because this is something I struggle with as well. But it's so hard when I walk around and just seeing people with their necks down looking in their phones, it's like, man, like, it, 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 it just baffles my mind. It's absolutely crazy. But um, that's really what the attention economy is. We are, we are the commodity. Our attention is the resource that is their currency. And they pretty much make these platforms as addictive as possible to make sure we keep using them so that way they can keep getting more money. Um, yeah, like I said, it's harsh. It's harsh to say it that way. But I mean, it's the truth. It's just the reality of it. And if you don't believe me, try going a certain time without social media, if you use it a lot, you'll see, you'll see. And I say that because this is something that I've done. This is a battle. I'm still battling, you know what I mean? But um uh, with all that being said, uh let's break down a little bit deeper into what the attention economy actually is. Okay, now let's break down the attention economy and how they work a little bit more. All right, there was an interview done with Tristan Harris on the PBS Newshour. I don't know all the specifics, but you can find a link to that interview down in the description section. But pretty much, he was a former he was a former employee at Google, and he ultimately stepped away because he felt Google was doing some shady things. Now, going back to the attention economy, he mentioned what is called a variable schedule reward. And this is pretty much how it works. Let's take Twitter, for example. Let's say you post a tweet and you go away. 15 minutes later, you come back. When you first, let's just say you're using an app. Let's just say you click on the app. There's a brief two-second delay. Okay, there's a brief two-second delay. And I went back and I actually tried this. There's a brief two-second delay, and that delay is there by design. And pretty much what that delay is meant to do is to build anticipation for the amount of notifications that you're going to get. Because what's the reason you're going back to check in the first place? To see who liked it, to see who commented on it, to see who retweeted it, whatnot. So you're already going in there with the intent of seeing who who pretty much liked what you posted, and that brief delay is enough to build more suspense to see to see whether you got any notifications or not. Now, if you think all this is all, man, you know, looking a little too deep into it, it's the the exact same way with gambling, because think about it. And this is how another reason how social media addiction is like gambling. It's like a slot machine. Think of a slot machine. You know, you put in a couple coins and of course you get three in a row. You get an X amount of coins back. You pull the lever down and then you're just waiting. Anticipation is building. Anticipation is building, and then you know, say you get two of the same combo deals one is obviously like, oh man, I almost had it. so you do it again. You do it again because you know you were so close at getting that X amount of money. Think of the scrolling feature on on social media apps on your phone. When you scroll down, you scroll down the refresh, pretty much. Anytime you scroll down or refresh, I mean it's the exact same thing as a slot machine, that anticipation is building because you're checking to see if you're gonna have any new notifications. And it never hit me until I put two and two together in the way Tristan actually explained it, but when it hit me, I'm like, yo, they are really trying to keep us hooked. It's just, just like a slot machine, that anticipation is building because you're waiting to see what you're gonna get. Same thing as with these social media platforms, social media apps. You're scrolling down, you're refreshing to see what new notifications you're going to get. And it it just keeps you hooked because each and every time it could be a new notification on your phone. I mean, it could be just a new notification in general. It could be something from your groups page. It could be something that popped up from your, your memories feed. It could be anything anything and it just keeps us driving back it just keeps it it just it just keeps us it keeps us driving back it really does like i said i mentioned mentioned the intention engineers they are hired specifically to make these apps as addictive as possible so we keep using them and this one this one check this out so the red notification bubbles okay so let's say you have on your home screen on your phone you have facebook instagram twitter right have you ever stopped and wondered why when you see the number of notifications that that little bubble, that little bubble is red? It's because the color red is meant to send a signal to the brain saying you need to pay attention. You need your, we, you're alerted to whatever that red is. That's why stop signs are red. This is why stop lights are red. They're bright. They're meant to capture your attention and get you to pay attention and saying, yo, Listen. These red notification bubbles, they are the color that they are the color that they are because they're designed to capture our attention. And of course, you see that little bubble and you see like 35 notifications or whatnot. Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna check. Because you're 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 already, you know, you're prob- you probably you maybe, you may be, I'm not gonna make assumptions, but you may be already checking your phones to see how your social media platforms are posted doing. So you see that little notification bubble with 35 different notifications, and they could all be from your post, it could all be from a variety of different things. But you're going back and you're going to check. And they make sure that you check by making that that as bright and vibrant as possible for you to see it on top of okay, I got 35 notifications on top of the whole uh variable schedule reward you're waiting to see what those notifications are then actually seeing those notifications you're gonna go back you're gonna look through every single one of them and guess what now you spend another five or ten minutes on the platform not even realizing it and you've made more money for twitter and that's pretty much how it works that's how it works and it's it's so i know it seems outlandish i know it seems just completely just out there But this is something that happens on a regular basis. And before I finish this part of the video, let me give you four statistics. All right. Statistic number one when it comes to social media addiction. 3.1 billion people use social media worldwide. The average person, statistic number two, the average person spends two hours a day on social media alone, which equates to over five years of a person's life. Statistic number three, over 240 million Americans check Facebook. That is three quarters of America's population. And this one, this one's probably the scariest. 50% of people driving, half the people that are driving while using smart, while using smartphones are checking social media. Now, I'm not telling you guys to believe me. I'm not telling you guys to take everything that I'm saying and run with it. Do your own research. Check, check all this out. And if I'm if I'm wrong on anything, please, this and this is this is the stuff I really want to engage with with y'all the most. Please let me know in the comments. Let me know what you find. What is some different? Because I I may have missed something huge. You know what I'm saying? But please let me know. And honestly, this particular video, share it. Share it, share it, share it. it. I would greatly appreciate it because once again, this is something that needs to be talked about. This is something, it's, it's, I mean, it's taboo in the sense that is not talked about, but it's something that so many people go through. So, you know, and honestly, that's it. yeah and like i said do your research go back and see if you found the same things that i found and uh, yeah let's kick this to the curb once and for all well guys that's it for this episode i thank you very much for joining me yet again and like i said be sure to check me next thursday check back next thursday for part two as we talk about the different side effects that social media actually has like in your actual life and different ways that you can combat that but um yo hit me up on twitter or instagram my links can be found in the description section if there is anything in particular you guys want me to talk about different topics or if there's anything that i may have missed in this video and you want to share it let me know let me know and also once again subscribe to my channel if you haven't subscribed already to get more content such as this and i'm honestly that guys otherwise that's it you know and order also if you're an audio listener and you're listening to this Be sure, once again, to check back to go go to my YouTube channel. That's going to be in the show notes. So that way you can get these podcast episodes as well as other content. Um, Really just quick words of encouragement. But um, I'm looking to get more content in here soon. Not sure which ones yet. But um, otherwise, guys, that's it. Thank you for joining me yet again. I greatly appreciate it. And until next week, y'all have a good day. God bless. Much love. Take care.